Hey guys, welcome to the Super Post Podcast. It's your boy Stevie Hayes, joined by, as usual, Comics Cuts. How you doing, my guy? How you doing? What up? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, you know, I think we got a good episode for the people today, and I'm ready to get into it. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling good. So, guys, today we're doing a very interesting episode today. So, we are basically taking all of the Phase 4 projects, and we have basically rewritten most of these projects. Obviously, there are some projects that we might want to keep, you know, the way it is. But we added and, and slash rewritten all, all of the Phase 4 projects the way that we wanted that them to happen. So, that's kind of this whole entire entire episode. And then next week, we're going to be giving you guys a really deep dive on King the Conqueror. And we're also going to be talking about the early reviews for Ant-Man, the non-spoilers, and we're going to just discuss and prep you guys for Ant-Man. So that, 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 that'll be exciting. So before we get into this thing, um, before we get a- a- into this, just let's just give the fans a taste. All right, Comic Cuts, what is your expectations for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I think it is going to bring the MCU back to its glory. Uh, I think this movie is going to have a lot of people talking. You know, we have never seen uh, a villain use time as a weapon. And I think that's going to be really crazy. And I think it's going to get people talking kind of not as intense. But, you know, I think when, when Infinity War dropped, that's when people who never fucked with Marvel kind of were like, Yo, what the fuck's going on with Marvel? Why is everyone talking about it? I'm going to watch all the Marvel movies. And it gained the most momentum for the MCU of any MCU project. And I think that, you know, over the past couple, two years, the MCU, people have kind of lost their confidence in MCU. You know, the MCU puts out a movie and, you know, for the past 10 years, it's always been... Oh, shit's going to be fire. No questions asked. And I know, you know, some people I know are saying that, you know, I'm going to hold judgment till Ant-Man comes out. I don't think it's going to be dope. I don't want to get my hopes up because of the past couple years. I think that's all going to change. I think that, you know, when Ant-Man drops and, you know, people get talking about Kang, you know, shit's going to change. Because remember, Infinity War really was, you know, a Thanos movie. Thanos had the most screen time of any character in Infinity War. And, I, you know, I think that Kang is going to get more screen time than we initially expected. I know we've spoken about that on the show. Uh, so, yeah, I think people... Oh, and by the way, I also think people aren't going to be just be talking about uh, Kang. I think Ant-Man is going to really shine in this movie. You know, Kevin Feige said, uh, what was it? He was like, you know... Ant-Man's a really underrated villain and that's what makes this movie so special. He said something along those lines. So, uh, yeah, that's my You thought. mean hero? Correct. Yeah, Ant-Man okay. hero. What, what, what did I say? He said underrated villain. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, bad. what? It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I have high expectations as well. I mean, I was reading a lot of, a lot of reviews and a lot of people that I respect don't like it, which is very shocking or they think that is kind of mid and um, I just had to see it for myself to, to say that. Damn. But most of the reasons why is because they think it's a Kang movie and that they kind of – and I heard that the Wasp takes a back seat in this film. So we'll just have to see. As we, we, but as, as I said, you, you can only take so much of what people say and we got to see it for ourselves. 
one thing that I just keep reassuring everyone is that Kang is being taken care of. Um, I was watching the press conference uh, two days ago, and the writer, he just he's on the money with Kang. So very excited to see what's going to happen there. Okay, so the first movie that we're going to talk about is WandaVision. All right, so the order that, that, the order that we are going to go in is first, we are going to say whether if we liked it or we didn't like it the way it is. Then we'll go into our changes to that. All right. So the floor is yours, WandaVision. So, yeah, I, you know, I didn't really like WandaVision so much. I know a lot of people did. Uh, you know, I thought, first of all, the sitcom thing kind of dragged out in the beginning. Cool, creative, but didn't really keep me like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, and, you know, the whole Agatha Harkness twist, I thought, came in way too late. Uh, the tease on uh, Quicksilver, I did not like. So, you know, all in all, project for me that, you know, I th- I would have done a different show. I would have dropped it. Um, you know, like, also, the other thing that I didn't like about WandaVision, when you look back at Phase 4 as a whole, is she got her own show and she kind of got her own movie. You know, I think that she was like the real star in Dr. Strange too. Hate it or love it. It, you know, kind of was her movie. Um, so, you know, she got so much screen time. She got so much shine in phase four. And it's like, you know, maybe it's going somewhere. Maybe it's not. We have no idea at this point. So, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think I would have done a different show altogether. Uh, it was the first Disney Plus show. People didn't know what to expect. And I think that it gets overrated because of they did, you know, in the beginning, like each episode was based on a different period of sitcom, you know, with uh, I Love Lucy, Modern Family and The Office. So, you know, I, I would have scrapped it all together. Um, yeah. I know you have very different thoughts. Yeah. So your way of rewriting is that you, you just wouldn't have had this project happen at all. Yeah. I think that they could have done something, you know, different with, you know, a different character. I don't know exactly, you know, who else I would have done something with, but I would have liked to have seen something different from Marvel. And, you know, like I said, it, even if they are going to do something crazy with her in, uh, phase four in phase five like in doctor strange 2 we got her you know the the same uh the same theme of her you know losing everything and being heartbroken we got that side of her in doctor strange 2 i don't think we needed two projects pushing that same theme okay so for me WandaVision is one of my favorite MCU projects ever. I love it. Yeah, I love Wanda is one of my favorite characters in the MCU. I think this show was needed, and I and I think that this might have been the best project out of Phase Four. Um, I think that this project has a, has has so much range that it can reach almost any audience in in the show. But this show also showcases the true power of Wanda. I do think Wanda. They made Wanda seem kind of nerfed until Avengers Endgame when she literally was about to strip Thanos butt naked, which is kind of wild. Um, but like th- this, this, that show showcases her power ability 
but it also digs into the mythology behind the Scarlet Witch. It shows you that the that it wasn't just the Infinity Stones that gave her her powers. Her powers were always there. And I think that the issue with a lot of fans is I think Jer- I think Comic Cuts that if this project connected to mutants, I think you would have had a whole different opinion. I think I think if this connected to Magneto and and if we got to witness those kind of characters in this show, it would have changed your whole entire outlook. But the fact that the ending didn't go anywhere, that's the issue. The fact that we got this random Ralph Boner guy that was Quicksilver and it uh, and it uh, amounts to nothing. It also kills the vibe. Yes, we get Monica Rambo who uh, becoming Photon in this, but that, but all in all, that's probably the only good thing that comes out of this to a lot of fans. I think that Wanda's arc was amazing. I think the fact we got White Vision was also a uh, a, a really big deal for, for me as well. But I do think that Wanda's power level was showcased in this film. The fact that she was able to control a whole entire town without even batting an eye, like she's the most powerful character in the MCU, and that's. And that's not capped. So here's some changes to th- that I'll make. So I would have kept everything the same, except I would have changed the, the ending. Um, instead of Wanda ending this, Do- Dr. Strange would have popped up in the last act of the movie when she was fighting Agatha. And he would have shut down everything. He would have stopped everything right there. And the whole and basically what would have happened is Dr. Strange would have came with Wong and other sorcerers and they would have chained up Agatha. And I would have liked to see some type of scene where um, Doctor Strange and uh, and obviously in this he's the actual Sorcerer Supreme. Wait till we get the multiverse match. I got a lot of smoke for that movie. Um, and he's on his Sorcerer Supreme bag, and he basically says like, "Yo, like, you know, this isn't okay. So you are going to go to jail." But basically, um, and Wanda ends up escaping because they go to chain her up, and that's how the whole entire show ends. Because I, I do think that that would be fire, right? Because I do yeah. think that Doctor Strange gave her, he let her slide, bro. She put innocence. I mean, because in the show, people's minds were tormented during this whole entire thing. It isn't like they were just in a trance and they were experiencing this beautiful, you know, scene. No, they were they were in torment during this whole this whole time. So the fact that she put people against their will and their minds to be tor meant it to this random universe and Doctor Strange does nothing, that doesn't sit well with me. If you are to control the the freaking reality of the multiverse, that doesn't like, it's like, bro, like, so yeah, I think that having that kind of ending would be dope. Do you like that ending? I do. I think that would have been really cool. Uh, you know, surprise Doctor Strange, because the other thing I didn't really like about the ending and the like, I didn't think Agatha Harkness was like worthy of being like the big villain of this big show. Should have been Mephisto. Yeah, it should have been Mephisto. That's who everyone thought it was going to be. And I still, I I also think it could be. I wouldn't. I mean, bro, wouldn't be shocked if he pops up in this Agatha show. Just being honest, that and and that would be dope. But I, I still think it would have been better. If it was Mephisto and Mephisto mm-hmm. got his own show instead of Agatha, like I agree. you know, um, I agree, my brother. Yeah. So okay. oh, and yeah, on, one real quick on the mutants. The only read because I thought about you know saying something on that too, and I also thought about you know hinting at Galactus in Eternals, and I'll get into that. But you know, I just didn't think it. 
I thought it would take away from them leading up to Kang. And, you know, I think they could have done more things with, you know, leading up to Kang into the phase five. But, you know, if they hinted at the mutants, which I think they kind of did, and I think that was a big miss, um, unless they're going to hint at it more in phase five. Like, I just think they had too many hints at villains that never really amounted to anything. Um, you know, and not that all mutants are villains, but, you know, the Magneto thing. So that's kind of why, you know, I thought that was difficult. And what do you really do with it? So, yeah, I agree. Because it would have been dope if we got to pay into like the the uh, fast bender Magneto scene where Scar- the Scarlet Witch and the other universe gets shot or something like that. I think it would have been dope for her to see other realities. A lot of missed opportunities. Okay, next project, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I got a lot of notes on this. So, Jerry, tell me how you felt about this show and then go over some of the changes you'll make. You know, the one thing I didn't like about Falcon, the main thing I didn't like about Falcon and Winter Soldier is the main villain was just, like, not exciting. Uh, I thought Carly was whack as a whole. I didn't really like what she was, like, fighting for. Um, I thought it was, you know, really woke lack of a better term uh and you know they had u.s agent so it's not like they needed to have carly and they also had zemo so you know they had two great villains in there and uh you know i would have went with a completely different villain instead of carly i would have actually liked to see norman osborne you know they did hint at it you know leading into the thunderbolts with uh Julie Dreyfus' character. Um, what's her name? Do you know her name off top head? Are you talking about um, uh, in, in the post credit scene? Peggy's. Oh, you're talking about Val. Val. Yes, yes. So wow. they have that. They already announced they're doing Thunderbolts. Um, I would have liked to see Norman Osborn, you know, similar to, you know, like the, the Dark Reign, Dark Avengers. Um, comics you know not green goblin you know nor more like norman osborne uh you know power hungry uh military industrial complex titan uh you know i think that would have been really cool i think it would have fit much better with the vibe of the show uh you know perfect fit for uh sam wilson's captain america hawk uh and uh falcon sorry and you know with bucky I think that just would have been much cooler. And uh, I would have, you know, yeah, you'd have to rewrite the entire conflict of the series. But again, you know, Osborne versus Carly, and it's a no-brainer. Okay. All right. So for me, in regards to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I'm going to keep it very blunt with you guys. Um, Hold on. Let me call for one second. One thing that has never worked is politics. And with the and I get it, Captain America is based on politics. I get it. There's a way to do that. I think in the old Captain America films, it was addressed in the most perfect way to where he you can make generalized statements about what the world is and not center your whole entire plot around that. <clears throat> and I get it. Falcon's black. I get it. I get it. I understand. I'm black. I get it. It just didn't work that well for this project. Um, and it doesn't work 
when you have a character as mid as Carly that no fans really know about. You know, it's mid when you kind of forced the Captain America mantle on us and we didn't really want it. Okay. So, um, in my opinion, you know, I wanted Bucky to, to take the shield and then I wanted Sam to, to do it. Um, and this is not going to be in my re edition, but I originally wanted B- Bucky because I think, <clears throat> like, to me, bro, I think it would have been a way more heartfelt story, comic cuts, if Steve gave the mantle to, to Bucky. The Americans hate Bucky because of the terroristic things that he did, and Sam helps him to earn his trust with the American people to be their hero. That, to me, is a more heartfelt story than what Sam has because, technically, Sam doesn't really have a hard road to become Captain America. Like, it's like out of nowhere we have this... Exactly. It's like out of nowhere, right? In, in In the past films, Falcon never had a racial issue ever in the past films. And now all of a sudden it's like you know, guys don't want me to be cat because I'm black. If that was an issue back in the old movies, I get it. Okay, now we're building on something that we've kind of seen. But when you randomly bring this, and and I get it, like you want to give the characters something to overcome, but when you bring them something as random as this that they've never dealt with in the past, like Falcon got roasted because he was a Falcon. Like, like remember in a Civil War. When they called his costume a a burst suit, he was like, burst suit? Come on, man. Don't call it burst suit. You know I mean? <laughs> like, he got roasted for that, but not because of his color. So that, that, that to me, felt very inauthentic. But if I was to make changes, as I said, I would have kept Carly out of the show. The main villain would, would have been U.S. Agent and Zemo. So the kind of way I was all this, USA Agent gets announced as the new Captain America with Battle with Battlestar as his sidekick, right? But... The difference is that U.S. agent already has the superhero serum, so the super soldier uh, serum. Falcon is fine with U.S. agent being the new Captain America. He's like, okay, I'm a rock out being Falcon. Then what happens is the government gets Falcon and Bucky to work with Battlestar and the new Captain America on a mission to capture Zemo. Now, what happens is Zemo puts Battlestar in a really hard choice to make. Right, Zemo captures one of Battlestar's old like military mates, right? And he gives him a choice. Either Battlestar saves <coughs> the random people that are just held hostage with the bomb, or he has to save his old military partner. And Battlestar saves his old military partner. And because he does, innocent people die. A bunch of kids and people get bombed. Because of that, the new Captain America flips out and he breaks Battlestar's neck. He legit slams him on the ground. U.S. agent breaks his neck. At that point, and it's, it's, and it's on camera, at that point, he loses his shield. The government puts up the shield. And what happens is that Bucky tries to get Sam to take the shield, but he says no because now the shield stands for death. And when he denies it, Bucky calls Steve. And old man Steve pops up. And he tells Falcon that he is meant to hold the shield. And he brings a Stark Tech uh, briefcase. And he opens up the briefcase. And it is a new Vibranium Captain America shield with a new Falcon Captain America mixed type of suit. <clears throat> and he said, and Cap says this. Tony made this for you after the battle in Ultron because we always knew that you were going to be the next Captain America. And what happens? Sam takes Sam takes the shield. 
Zemo breaks U.S. agent. I'm sorry. So Sam takes the shield. Now, U.S. agent is in jail right now after breaking Battlestar's neck. So Zemo breaks U.S. agent out, and they say, we're going to raid the White House right now and try to kill everyone. We'll kill the uh, president of the United States. He gives, and Zemo steals the shield that was taken and gives it to U.S. agent. And gives U.S. agent the U.S. agent official suit. They storm the White House. Sam and Bucky pop up. Sam beats the crap out of um, Zemo. Bucky takes on U.S. agent. And U.S. agent ends up knocking out Bucky. Sam knocks out Zemo. And then we get a one-on-one with the Falcon suit versus or with with the new Captain America versus U.S. agent. And Cap wins. And then U.S. agent gets locked up again. And so then in the end, the post credit scene, Val breaks U.S. agent and Zemo out of prison to start the Thunderbolts. I fuck with it. Yo, you know, that was sick. And like it really creates such a better conflict. Um, and, you know, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like when I watched the first episode, I, like that shit was sick, and this show had so much potential. It should have been like no. When, when you looked at what was coming in Phase Four and the Disney Plus shows, I thought this was going to be the best Disney Plus show. I really did. And the one thing that the Captain America movies always had, like they had some of the best action out of the entire MCU. And uh, this really should have had that. And, you know, the scene that you had with, uh, you know, breaking Battlestar's neck and the fucking putting U.S. agent in jail and Val breaking him out. Like, oh, man, that would have been so much better. Um, I really think that when they sat down and looked at Phase 4 and, you know, put their pivot together, I, I have no doubt that they were like, we fucked up with this. And you're right with the, you know, making the race, like bringing it in randomly. It's like, you know, they could have built on that and it was a big deal. Sam Wilson becoming Captain America. And I said before, I think Hawkeye, uh, sorry, Falcon. I keep doing that. I think Falcon, like he's always been one of my favorite characters. So I, I have no problem with him being Captain America. I think that's awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to that movie. Um, but, you know, this show should have been a banger and it just wasn't. Yep. And they could have honestly just focused on like US agent and just what the mantle means itself, which they started off with, which I liked. But then when you yeah. introduce this mid behind character like Carly, <clears throat> she has no depth to her at all. Yeah. Except and, that and, she's angry at the world. Right. And I don't think we'll ever see her again, ever. Exactly. And so then yeah. she comes off to me as like she's just like every other Captain America villain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's no difference between her and freaking like, um, I don't know. There's no who, crossbones. Who got say? Yeah, like, I like crossbones. It's a perfect example. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I like crossbones has a reason, you know. But like, she's just like yeah. every other just regular MCU character. Like, like she's like she's like she's like the the, the freaking bad guy from from like Iron Man three. It's like, okay, whatever. We're just gonna we're just gonna deal with this, and you know, just just move on. Right, right. That's kind of how it felt to me, at least. Like, very, very mid. So, but. Totally. Okay, so, next project. Okay, so, we are getting into Loki. So, the floor is yours, my brother. Loki. So, you know, Loki, 
listen, I think this was like possibly the best project of phase four. So I don't think there was that much to change. The one thing that I think was like, there was just one episode I didn't like as much that, and I think a lot of people did like this episode, but I didn't like the episode where Loki was with like all the other Lokis and he was trying to get back to that other world and, you know, with the alligator Loki and the one that, you know, looked like the vintage Loki with the fucking horns. So I thought that was whack. I thought they should have brought in he who remained into that episode. You know, I think the, what made Loki so great in retrospect was that it was a show that was really there to introduce, you know, to further explore the concept of the time stream, how, time works in the mcu and also to introduce kang and the idea of kang in the form of he who remains so i just thought they should have brought in he who remains earlier you know and you know not really introduce him full on but kind of have scenes of you know this guy who is really behind the time stream and uh you know manipulating things from behind uh, be a little mysterious, kind of hint that he has a relationship with uh, Ravana. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that because that might be a spoiler, but it's in the comics. And so it's really not a spoiler. Like, I guess it, it's hard to say something's a spoiler when it's in the comics and everyone's read it if you're not into comics. Um, but yeah, I like, I think they had, they could have done, done that episode and have, a mysterious guy, don't really full-on introduce him, but show how powerful he is at manipulating the time stream and the TVA behind the scenes because the TVA is a facade that he has built up, and that's how powerful he is. And, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. I like that. I like that. I like the idea because, I mean, <clears throat> the TVA is something that's not explored enough. Like, right. it's, it's touched on a lot, but... There's so many ins and outs, and, and maybe Loki season two, and I think Loki season two is going to explain all, all that as well. Okay, so for me, um, I love the Loki show. Not a big fan of Sylvie though. Not a big, big fan of Sylvie. She she kind of got annoying after a certain point. Um, so for me, if I was to rewrite this, he who remains doesn't die. He kills Sylvie. Um, it kind of just doesn't make sense to me. If he told her that if he died, all of his kings would go crazy, and he just lets her stab him, make doesn't make sense to me. Um, <clears throat> and instead of Loki being sent back in time to another TVA situation, I would have liked if Loki got sent to the original Kang War. That would have been sick. So if he got sent to this random field, and you just see, and he's in between like five armies, and it's just all of the kings fighting each other, right. That would be badass. Uh, I I would have liked to seen some, you know, Kang from the past. And I hope we do see that. Like, I, you know, there's a couple of things that I'm hoping. Like, there's obviously we know what's coming in the MCU. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. But when you see that they talk about these mysterious projects that they don't really tell us what they are, but kind of when they're coming. Like, I hope... Um, there is another Kang project we don't know about. I like that they're calling it the Kang Dynasty, so we know like he's really getting a Kang movie. Um, 
but I want to see like I want to see Kang as Ramatut. You know, I want to see Kang as Iron Lad. Um, but don't wait, don't so... wait. I'm saving that for Moon Knight, baby. Oh my god, wait till we get okay, the Moon Knight. Okay. Because go. I have I got smoke for that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like Loki's a darn near perfect show. Honestly, the show's darn near perfect. Yeah. Like the it's whole the timekeeper one... thing. Yeah. It's the only. I was gonna say it's the only one that I went back and watched twice. Um, and uh, you know, I was expecting to want to do that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I was like, I can't yeah. let myself fucking do that again. <laughs> I have another. I have another project to me that is perfect. I think you'll be shocked. Okay. okay. Yeah, you'll be like, what the heck? Okay, next one, Black Widow. Dude, I got a lot to say on Black Widow. All right, so, let's go. Go ahead, baby. First of all, like, I don't want to say this movie shouldn't have happened because I like Black Widow. Um, it introduced Florence Pugh's character, which is really cool. Uh, first, I'll go with the obvious Taskmaster. Like, I, I forget the other ones, but I know that online everyone says that the MCU always does a really good job of wasting a villain. Taskmaster, like, that is one of the coldest villains in the fucking comics. You know, they ruin. And, and, and by the way, Olga Kurlenko, great actress. So not on her. They didn't give her. Um, they didn't really give her a good written. Part. Terrible writing. Oh, my God. Terrible the writing, writing is atrocious. Yeah. She didn't need to be a mute. You know, she has ways of communicating in the comics. She always did. Um, but I would have made it a more espionage like you know go into black widow who is a tactical spy you know make it that she needs to spy and find out what the red room is doing and you know make also maybe that not that just the red room is operational and active again like they should have been up to something not just that they're fucking active again that's boring you know so i don't think the conflict was there um you know I, what the red room could be doing i i probably could have came up with an idea myself i did not but like i said they should have been doing something and it shouldn't have been something that like she knew early on like it should have been something that like she had to kind of figure out um, and then the fact that, like, you know, we're watching this movie in phase four right after Black Widow was killed off in Endgame. And it's like, you know, what the fuck? Why didn't you just give her this movie and put it in between infi at least put it in between Infinity War and Endgame and tell us that it was before Infinity War? Like, what the fuck? So. You know, when people try to argue that, oh, phase four wasn't as bad as people say, like, this is the movie that you should think, like, why? Just why? Answer that for me and defend phase four, please. Rest my case. I agree. Um, so this movie should have came out right after Civil War. Like, this is an after Civil War film. I have and just to think, bro, this was the first movie that we saw after COVID, you know, right after we got out of the pandemic, we go right in theaters and see this pile of trash. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, the movie's mid, man. Uh, like, actually, I mean, I do like why well, I ain't gonna lie. It is a really good rewatch now. Ain't gonna cap to you. Um, but the movie itself is mid, though. I mean, it's like 
They're in, it's not mid because of the story. No, no. The story is mid, but it's also the timing. Timing means everything when it comes to these movies. So when you in, I get it. You wanted to give Scarlett Joe her, her her own movie because she's a pivotal character. I get that. Why the Hello Kitty would you give us a civil a, a post Civil War film? You know. So here's a change that I will make. Okay, I would have scratched this movie, and I would have made the black. So I would have. This is what I would have done. I would have done Hawkeye as my second show after WandaVision. I would have put Yelena Belova with Kate Bishop, and I would have made the Black Widow movie about Yelena Belova and a Kate Bishop team-up film. That's what I would have done. And with that, um, that would have <clears> – <throat> and with that, I would have uh, tried to connect that with Falcon and the Winter uh, Soldier. That's what I would have done. And I would have done some type of I thing like to that. where they where it's uh, connected to um, – what's her name? Peggy granddaughter, great granddaughter, whatever. I guess not even part of my mind. Uh, Cheryl, Sharon, Sharon Carter. I would have done something with Sharon Carter being the main bad guy. She gets away, and then we end up seeing Sharon and Falcon and the other ones, or something to that degree. Yeah. Um, I think a movie that focused on Yelena with all those other characters, uh, and I think that having her and Kate in their own movie. I think that would have been fire. Just saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So that's um, what I that's what I would have done. And it could have even been to where Yelena and Kate Bishop are doing a job for Val, doing a Thunderbolts job. I, I like it could have been anything, you know. It, like yeah. there's a lot that you could go. I I really love the dynamic dynamic between Kate Bishop and Yelena, and I think a team up film for that would would have been fire. Yeah, there's a lot I that agree. you can. There's a lot that you can do there. You can dig very deep in there. So that, that would have been my idea if I, I was agree. to put this in phase four. Because th- this movie is honestly – honestly, I feel like the reason why they made this movie was to make it a introduction to Yelena. And honestly, you could have scratched this movie and you just could have kept Yelena in, um, in, uh, in Hawkeye and it would have done just fine. Yeah, like People would have known who she was regardless. And let's, and let's be – and I'm going to keep it real. Yelena is the best character to come out of phase four, so – by the way, I think that the one thing I think about this movie, I think this is part of the reason why it happened, is I think that Scarlett Johansson had it in her contract for her to do all these movies that she was going to get her own solo film, and this is what she got. And the re- what made me think that, and I thought this wouldn't happen, because I remember when they... I think that this movie, I forget exactly how the release happened, but I remember it was the first movie. You're right. It was like the first big movie. I think actually Fast and Furious, but then it was this right out of COVID and Scarlett Johansson and Disney were at odds because they released it on Disney plus really early. I think you had to pay a premium for it. I think I actually, they want it. They want it. I did too, because they want Disney wanted to stream it because they would have made more views and more money doing it that way. But ScarJo wanted a, a theatrical release because you know, obviously that's the traditional way of doing it. And, and her bonus yeah. was based on, on the theatrical sales, not Disney Plus. And Disney said, "F you, we're just going to release it anyway." And that's when ScarJo went to sue. Uh, yeah, Disney. Yeah, follow, and follow that's lawsuit. right. And that's what made me think like. There must have been something in the contract for her to sign on to do all those movies that she's already done. Like, if I'm going to do all these movies, I want my own movie. 
And she probably signed that a long time ago because remember, she is one of the OG characters. So when, you know, Black Widow first came up in the MCU, the MCU isn't what it is now. You have to remember, you know, Iron Man, when it first came out, they took a risk with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was going through some hard times. You know, he was just sober. Uh, you know, he, he went to prison. So, you know, talented actor, no doubt. Obviously, it paid off huge for them and for him. But, you know, at the time, it wasn't easy for them to bring on these big name stars. And Scarlett Johansson was a huge star. And they signed yeah. her on very early on. So they probably made some big promises at that point. And being honest, bro, I really do believe this movie was meant to come out in 2017 or 2018. But I do think that I do think that a lot of things got in the way of that. I think the biggest thing was Spider-Man. The fact that the because remember they weren't going to get Spider-Man at first. And the fact that they got Spider-Man in Civil War, I think that caused them to take a lot of steps back. I do think that this movie was meant to come out after that. Because to be honest, if this same movie came out in 2016, we wouldn't be saying this. We would say it was a better. Right. right. Um so I th- I think good the good timing point. has a lot to do with it, huh? Yeah. No, that's a really good point. It's a really <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, because you gotta think about it, like, bro, there's Spider-Man homecoming. And that kind of takes our focus away from everything else. Yeah. And so I think they were just like, you know what? Nuts when that came out. Mm-hmm. And so Feige was like, you know what? We're just going to lean into what, what everyone's hype about. And <clears throat> they probably put her on the back burner and kept making promises that they couldn't keep because other characters are just getting shine. And, yeah. they, and they were, and it just kept going and going. And, you know, they were probably like, F it. We're, we're, we're going to make you this movie just to get you out of this contract. Like, right. That's kind of how I feel at least. So same. It's crazy um, though. It's crazy that they made a movie of her after she fucking died. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and the fact that it's after Civil War, like, and then we get the jet that that we see in Infinity War. It's like, dude, yeah, so dumb. So like, dumb. you could even done a thing where she awoke from the death, like, and just you just give us a bunch of Infinity Stone lore. I'm cool with that as well. Yeah. Making yeah. her way back to reality or something. I don't know. Give me something, man. Right. <clears throat> and, okay. and I think everyone's expecting characters to come back that were killed off. So I agree. Okay. So next project. Okay. We did we're we did Black Widow. Next is um what if you know what if uh was one of my favorite projects of phase four. So I wouldn't have changed much. But um, and I know this isn't going to be fully consistent because there are some things that I saw in What If that I would like to see more of. But I just would have changed that one episode. I think I would have done something with, uh, you know, uh, something around like Bucky or Spider-Man. But I didn't really like the episode with Doctor Strange and you know the zombie and you know then for them to do that in multiverse of madness i think that was one of the things i didn't like about multiverse of madness um so i would have given that that one shine of and maybe even ant-man you know i think like i said kevin feig said before uh ant-man's underrated you know um i would have liked to have seen something else or even you know dr strange Maybe not being a zombie, but I just didn't like that zombie episode. Uh, other than that, I'd keep it as is. I think What If was great. 
And I think when we, the first episode we did together, you know, one of the things we both agreed on was that what if was amazing. Uh, but one thing that really hurt what if, and it sucks because they did a great job with it being animated. And I get that they had to do it animated with all that star power and each episode being different. It just, you know, financially wouldn't have worked out if it was live action. But uh, I think a lot of people didn't watch it because it was animated and they're really missing out. I agree. What if it's fire? Um, <clears throat> I just would have put Kang in it. That's my only, that's my only change. Um, if Kang is, if Kang is your big bad, he needs to be in it. There's no other way around that. Um, I would love to see Kang versus that vision slash Ultron. Yeah. Was, especially with, hard. right. With that Ultron episode, you're right. With everything leading towards Kang. Cause what if kind of made it seem like they're leading towards, uh, an Ultron with an infinity gauntlet. Exactly. When you could have got King and what if, and the Finney Gauntlet mean nothing to King because he's, he's, he's over that. He's past that level of power. Would have been right. very interesting. Um, that's only, you know, other, other than that, the season was perfect. Um, <clears throat> okay. Next project, Shang-Chi. You know, Shang-Chi, I loved um, the, like, I don't think, I think there's not much to change in Shang-Chi. Um, you know, I just, would like to have seen the uh, you know post credit scene show more of Shang Chi tying in to the rest of the MCU. Um, I want to see Shang Chi with other uh, MCU characters. I think they might have had him. Was that the one where they had him with? Cut, cut that out. Actually, that sounded bad. It sounded like I was having an opinion. I didn't know what I was talking about. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say I like Shang-Chi. I would have kept it as is. Yeah, Shang-Chi's perfect. Um, the only character I would have wanted to see is Iron Fist in that. That would be cold. You know, uh, the only thing I think I just wouldn't want to take away from Shang-Chi's shine. By the way, what I also really liked about that movie was uh, Aquafina. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, you're saying name right. Yeah, I didn't know of her before that movie. And really? when I saw that movie, <clears throat> when I saw that movie, I saw it with a good friend of mine who knew of her. And like, I was like, dude, this girl's dope. Was like, of course she is. I was like, oh, shit. You Maybe didn't see her when she was in um, Jumanji with the rock? I never saw Jumanji, the new ones. Oh, yeah, watch that, brother. Awesome. I will. Freaking awesome. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Shane, she is perfect. Like, for the, what it is, I wouldn't really change anything. I would just love to see. I would want to see Iron Fist in that, but that's just me. Um, I do wish that we got a little more lore on those rings. I feel oh. like there wasn't enough information put out, and apparently they're connected to, to Kang. So maybe we will, but um, yeah, I just wish we got a little bit more lore on those because I'm I'm very confused about some of those things. By the way, there is a really good one shot so i don't know if you've noticed this but on disney plus they have like one shot episodes that take place throughout the mcu there's a really good one shot on ben kingsley's character it's i think like 10 minutes worth watching i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna check it out he was hilarious 
Yeah. Remember the episode, the one shot was hysterical. Remember, remember when he faked that he was dead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was dying, bro. He's funny. Yeah. He okay. Next project. Okay. The Eternals. Oh, gosh. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say about this one. I don't have a lot, but I have a couple things that, you know, like I really wanted to say they should have hinted at Galactus. And I thought about that. Uh, and, and as great as it would have been, and as much as everyone wants to see Galactus, obviously myself included, I don't think it would have been the right move. I think that if they introduced Galactus at this point, people would not be talking about Kang as much. People would be talking about Galactus. People would be talking about Silver Surfer. People would be talking about Fantastic Four. And I just don't see that uh, I just think it would be too distracting. And remember, you know, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man three, too many villains, too much distraction, too much going on. Um, I like, I would have liked to see more Kang in phase four. Um, you know, so maybe, you know, people would be thinking about things like Galactus. Uh, I do think they probably will introduce Galactus in, the Eternal sequel, or at the very least, Fantastic Four. I think that they they're saying it's not going to be Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four, which is interesting because it kind of feels like they have to. How are they? Where else are they going to introduce them um, with the Fantastic without Fantastic Four? Um, you know, but at the same time, I think they want to do things differently in Fantastic Four because Fantastic Four has never had a movie that everyone like altogether love it's always been uh you know kind of a mi at mixed at best reception um so you know that's my thoughts on galactus and why i don't think i would have put galactus in the movie but i would have centered the movie around druig uh i think druig was the sleeper character of the movie um, by the way, Eternals, like on rewatch, that shit's fire. I think a lot, you know, like, I don't know why people didn't like it. I actually really liked it. I think the characters were great. The actors were great. Um, all, I don't think there was any of the Eternals that like weren't great in that movie. Uh, and, and, and it's also very different, you know, Icarus, like flying into the sun at the end. You've never seen anything like that in the MCU. So, but what I would have liked to have seen uh, is Druig kind of be the center uh, and kind of take that away from Icarus as Icarus went dark. And towards the end, I would have liked to see Druig kind of fucking up Icarus and Icarus run away at the end and still fly into the sun, but kind of leaving everyone wondering did Icarus fly into the sun because he felt guilty or did he fly into the sun because he was afraid of Druig? That's what I would like to see. This oh. is this. Yeah. Go Sorry. Ahead. Real quick. As much as I love blade and I can't wait for blade. I just felt like that post credit scene felt really out of place useless you know, late eternals and uh black knight like i would have scrapped that whole post credit scene yeah so i would have scrapped this whole entire movie Damn. this is a phase one movie this movie should have come out in phase one 
There's no way in heck that this movie should have come out in phase four. This movie should have come out right with Iron Man, Captain America, and all these type of characters. And you could have done something with them. Um, this these characters are so are supposed to be setting up the mutants. Um, this celestial is is giving adamantium, which is connected to Wolverine, which is apparently rumored to be connected in this Captain America New World Order stuff. So if that's the case, why the heck are why are we introducing these people so late? This movie could have happened. This celestial could have been here for decades, and someone found it. Um, it just it's with with the way that the MCU is going, right? Where you're building on what just happened. Why would you bring a whole entire new franchise like this? Because now it feels like what the Eternals is doing, low key, like is irrelevant to what the Avengers are are going to face. Like, what are the Eternals going to do with Candy Conqueror? I don't see them fitting in this story at all. So why even make this project in this phase? Honestly, bro, I I, I might not have put the Eternals in the, in the MCU. To be real, I don't hate it as much as I like the movie. I I do agree. I don't see how they fit into it. And uh, yeah, I want to scratch this project. Know, like I I also don't like that they tried to address that. Oh, well, why didn't we do anything when Thanos came around and the Infinity Gauntlet? Like they didn't answer that question. They just asked it. Nobody answered. Yep. So, yep. you know, that or, was kind of yeah. stupid. Or even if they just brought in one character instead of all of them. So I would have loved to see a character maybe like Icarus come to Earth and we get an Icarus movie or TV show. And then we get maybe a movie where all the other Eternals are trying to bring him back to, to these Celestials and he has to fight against them. Maybe something like that might be more effective because it's just one story that you can focus on. When you have a group of – but when you have a movie with six different stories going on, and to make it this origin that they've been here all along, BS, bro. Come on, man. It, no. just, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's stick. also in a lot. The, it's also a lot of star power to throw into the Eternals if it's not going to come into something that is integral to the MCU. I mean, how do you you're going to put on Barry Keegan, uh, um, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Angelina Jolie, one of the most beautiful women to ever walk this earth. I agree a hundred percent. Always thought that about her. And um why am I blanking out on the guy that played Fastos? He's also in Atlanta, the Donald Glover show. He's a great actor too. Um so yeah, I, I just you know, it that star power makes me think that they are gonna do something with it, but it doesn't really seem to fit anything in the universe. Um, but they have been saying that, you know, we're gonna start to see how things in phase four connect as phase five progresses. So I, I hope that we are pleasantly surprised. We'll see. We'll see right now. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the Eternals. Um, I do like the characters though, but no. And Galactus should have been the main bad guy. Sorry. Not sorry. I if any Galactus, I don't want to see a celestial. I'm sorry. Right. That's right. The only celestial That's I want to see. Very valid point. Very valid point. He's the only yep. one anyone knows. Yeah. I would have introduced Galactus and what and with Thor Love and Thunder. If if I'm just gonna skip real quick. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. All right, next show, Hawkeye. So, you know, I I actually really like this show. I think it's one of the best shows they had. Um, the one thing that they did that it was really ambitious and they really did pull it off was they brought a lot of characters into it. You know, there was obviously Hawkeye. There was Kate Bishop. There was uh, Yelena. 
they also brought Wilson Fisk in at the end. Um, what I would have liked to have seen was, and I'm going to do a skip here, but they, I would have liked to have seen them add Daredevil, just the post credit scene. I don't think it would have been like fitting for a Daredevil scene because with all those characters, Hawkeye introducing Kate Bishop, no one's going to care about anything else going on if Daredevil is brought into it for a full scene. I would have done, kept it as is, Daredevil, very short post credit scene, letting everyone know, you know, he's here, like he's in the MCU, not a, um, oh, and with the Daredevil post credit scene, the main reason I would do that is because cancel She-Hulk. No reason did you like for Echo? She-Hulk. Did you, did you like Echo? Uh, oh, yeah, I, you know, I did like Echo. I don't I like, like her enough that for her to have her own show. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. You know, like what a but, use, another useless project that needs to get canceled. Yeah, yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. Just put her in the Daredevil Born Again. Like I don't understand. Like it's just easy. It's just so dumb. You know, so I do. Dumb. I do think CU is going to come to a place where they make projects that don't necessarily have value to the MCU timeline in the same way that there are comics that come out that don't necessarily have value to the like main story of the current Marvel comics universe, but they still exist within the universe. And I think that the MCU has gotten so big that they're going to do more of that. And I think that that's what echo will be because I don't think echo will ever really have a big, uh, stake on what goes on in the Marvel Universe, even as a street villain with Spider-Man and Daredevil being the quote-unquote face of the street-level MCU. Yeah, I agree. So for me, Hawkeye is damn, I mean, darn near perfect. I think Hawkeye is a, like, Hawkeye is my favorite show out of all of them. Um, Kate Bishop is one of my favorite characters in Marvel. So the fact that one of my favorite actresses, is Hilly Steinfeld is in this was very exciting. Me and my wife binge it. So my, my, my wife loves this show as well. Um, <clears throat> I think adding Yelena, the Yelena and um, Kate Bishop dynamic is perfect. Uh, the Kate Bishop and Clint Barton, they're perfect. I think the project was great. I would have wanted Daredevil in the final battle. Wherever Kingpin is, Daredevil needs to be. And that's the way I see it. They've built that in the show that they are forever indebted to each other in a violent way. And that should be continued in every project that Kingpin is in. No matter if it's Spider-Man, no matter if it's Captain America, no, I don't care who it is. Daredevil needs to be there. It doesn't matter because that's yeah. that's that's the whole point of the Daredevil TV show. That I the Netflix show, the whole, yeah, the whole point is this. It don't matter where you're going to be. I'm always going to be following you no matter where you are. And it kind of pisses me off that we didn't get that. But we see this idiot in She-Hulk. But anyways, <laughs> another day. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about that. Okay, next project, Spider-Man No Way Home. So I know most people wouldn't touch this movie. I like this movie. I think it's a very fun rewatch. I still watch it, you know, here and there. Um, but my one complaint, and the guy that works at the comic shop I go to, uh, had the same exact complaint. Um, the villains, I didn't like that there wasn't a villain from Tom Holland's Spider Man's universe. 
it felt like all the villains kept the story circular. Obviously it wasn't. Obviously there are things that happened that forever changed Spider-Man and Peter Parker uh, and, and will have a major effect on Spider-Man moving forward through MCU history. However, uh, you know, I still think that they should have had a Spider-Man MCU villain. And I don't necessarily think he needed to be even in the final battle, but um, what I think that they should have done, especially with everything going wrong at the, you know, it seems like everything's going wrong with the Sony, uh, you know, Spider-Man villain verse going on, whatever you want to call it. I would have introduced Venom. Uh, I actually think that, you know, introducing Venom would have been really cool, uh, you know, and not necessarily in the beginning starting off as a villain, but, you know, you could see um, Eddie Brock and Venom kind of turning evil as the movie goes on. uh, And, you know, things that kind of happen that, you know, piss him off. And those things have to do with the characters being brought into the MCU. So, you know, um, like Norman Osborn, Green Goblin, um, you know, Octavius really doing things that mess with Eddie Brock's life, you know, things that hurt his career, things that hurt his girlfriend, maybe even kill his girlfriend. So, you know, all the, as the movie's progressing and Spider-Man is dealing with the villains that cross the multiverse, any Brock's life is really becoming affected by these villains. And he finds out that these villains are there because of Spider-Man. So, you know, Eddie Brock is a good guy, but bad things happen to him. And that's how he starts to become evil as the movie progresses. And he starts to hate Spider-Man. Uh, but he's not in the final battle scene. That final battle scene uh, stays the same. Um, and yeah, but in the post credit scene, I would have, you know, still kept obviously that him have, have him there and show him uh, starting to target Spider-Man. And that way you're leading the audience into Spider-Man four. Uh, you've already introduced Venom. Everybody wants to see more Venom. Um, and that way it it doesn't feel like all the villains didn't really need to be there because it's not just that they were circular. It's like the, the villains, if Spider-Man listened to Dr. Strange, they would have been gone in the beginning. None of that shit would have happened. Aunt May wouldn't have died. So I just think that there needed to be a real consequence on the world outside of just what's happening to Spider-Man. And I think the Venom story that I just drew out drew out for you would be a perfect fit for that. Yeah, I'm in the same line as well. I think Venom was the missing piece for me. I would love to replace him with someone else. I would have done it to where I would have casted the older Venom, not uh, not Eddie Brock with uh, Tom Hardy. I would have done like the old school Venom from Spider-Man Three. Um, I I would have loved for Talk that for Venom. Yep, I love him to fight against. Tom Hardy's Venom, I, I, I like. I would have seen the whole entire first act. I think the first act was kind of mid until Avi, Toby, and Andrew come. But I would have done something to where uh, Peter's facing off against 
all the, the sinister sticks with venom on his side with tom hardy's venom Ooh, and i would love I like to that. see something to where tom hardy's venom somehow gets shown by or maybe the symbiotes end up talking to each other and they end up showing eddie brock what spider-man does to him and that leads eddie brock to turn in so peter gets his butt beat bad by both by everyone and then the, i would love that to be a segue because i would love the whole first act to be tom hardy's venom and spider-man just solving crime i think that would right. be awesome that and then to awesome. see the turn would be fire. You know, right. I think that I think that would have been way doper to where Doctor Strange is like, yo, like I found this variant, but he's but he's a good guy, and it's, it's Tom Hardy's Venom, and they're both like trying to find variants, but then he ends up turning on them. I think that would be a way. I think that that would have been a way cooler plot, and would have been way a very different thing as well. Yeah, and you know that turn is coming. Pretty hard be sad to see. Because I yeah. think that every and I hope that Miles Morales is the Spider-Man that he turns on. I pray in that God is Miles. That would be sad. I, I I would like to see them bring in Miles Morales into uh, Spider-Man Four. I you want to hear that... a rumor? You want to hear a rumor? Miles. Sure. The rumor is Miles, bro. And that Gambino is going to be the Prowler. Gambino is going to be the who's Gambino? Uh, Donald uh, Glover. Oh yes, I remember that character. I mean, yeah. not Donald. Is that his name, Donald Glover? Uh, Childish Gambino. Oh yeah. yes, Childish Gambino. That's what you're yeah, yeah, that is his name, Donald Glover. Yeah, he's but, apparently going to be the Prowler. So the rumor is Spider-Man Four is going to be Miles Morales, not Peter Parker. Peter's going to be in it, but Miles right. is going to be in it. But I don't know if he's going to have powers. I think they're just going to show him. Like, I don't think it's going to be like he's a Peter full-fledged Parker's Spider-Man. Really- Oh, okay. Kind of like Spider-Man, the, the game. He's just going to be there. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. I think that's stupid. I wouldn't do it in Spider-Man 4. I would just do the, I would just focus on the symbiote. That's what I would do. But Yeah, yeah. I, Honestly, I would, yeah. I would like to see... Um, I, I mean, so they said there's a Spider-Man trilogy, another Spider-Man trilogy coming with Tom Holland, but I, I would still like to see Miles Morales get his... Solo movie. You could rock out on Sony. You know what I mean? Like we can have two right. Spider-Man. Just make him the Spider-Man of the Sony universe. But I did make yeah. a video on Spider-Man Four, and I said that I would love to get a trilogy, a movie with no Ned and and, and MJ, and I would love for the story to focus on Harry and Gwen Stacy. Oh, that would be sick. And give me some Black Cat. Yeah, yeah. We never got Black Cat. That's what I would. That's what I would want, and I think you have the opportunity to do that because Ned and MJ, like their stories, are technically done for right now. So let's yeah. let, let's do something else. Uh, that's there a is a rumor that Ned is going to be the hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, yeah, yeah. Ill. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Kind of way either. Yeah, I think I think bringing new characters. <laughs> I agree. Okay, next project. Okay, here we go. Moon Knight. Now we have about one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. We have eight projects left. I think a few of these projects are going to be super quick because I don't think we're going to make a lot of changes to these. But Moon Knight. What what, what changes would you make to Moon Knight? I actually wouldn't make any changes to Moon Knight. I liked it as is. Um, I wish everyone liked it. You know, it was one of those projects that I think was mixed. Um, You know, but I liked it. And I didn't know much about Moon Knight going into it. Um, So it was a cool experience for me. Moon Knight's a masterpiece. Yep, Moon Knight's a masterpiece. Uh, I just would have 
put a scene where all of the Egyptian gods fight against each other with their avatars. I think the final battle sh- sh- should have been all of the avatars fighting against each other, not just Moon Knight and uh, the other one. I would have also liked to see Ramatut in this. Um, I think King the Conqueror has, as I said, Kang should be all around this universe right now. It makes no sense. And this yeah. is one of my pet peeves about this phase, that there were so many key points for you to put Kang in this, and he doesn't. I think that you're going to also play into the seed for the Black Panther goddess because she comes from the Egyptian. Vast is an Egyptian goddess. And the fact that we don't see it, but and the fact that we even get a hint to the astral planes. We got a hint to that, and yet we don't see her. When all the avatars come, she doesn't get called. Think right. about that, bro. And not to Crazy. mention – Bass has not. We have not seen. And I get. And when I go to Black Panther, I'm 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 going to rip them apart because of this very reason. There's not enough lore. You know, I'm a lore guy. You know, I am a Lord of the Rings fan. I am a I am a Hobbit fan. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I love lore. And Moon Knight for me didn't give enough lore. Now we got some really big deep deep cuts where where we bro we got to see the afterlife, which was awesome. But there wasn't enough lore for me, and I would have loved to add characters like Bass, like like uh, Rama Tut into this uh show yeah i want to see rama taught like i you know i think that they're going to show us different iterations of kang but i don't think we're going to see all of the iterations and i think that rama tut is a really is it's one of the most important ones uh i don't want to get too much into it now because i want to save that for next week Mm -hmm. but like they cannot go without doing a Rama Tut. Uh, I agree. At, at the very least scene. He has to be in it. And this yeah. was a, a key point to put him in because you're doing the Egyptian culture. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Okay, next, next. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This might be the longest one. This, I think, guys, I think the longest one you're, you're going to hear, about, hear out of us for the last one is Doctor Strange Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, my God. I know I know you made a lot of changes to that because I, I did yeah. too. And I think, and yeah, dude, and I think Wakanda Forever. Those, those are probably going to be the three big changes that we have. So here we go. I know, I know, you have a lot for Doctor Strange. So the floor is yours, my brother. So with Doctor Strange, like this movie should have been like possibly the best movie of Phase Four. Um, the one thing that I would have, the first of all, I would have taken out America. Uh, Chavez, I would have had you know Doctor Strange figure out how to travel the multiverse on his own. He's the fucking master of the mystic arts, you know. Um, I think that with Doc and, and my reason for taking out America Chavez, uh, is really because it was just too much between her, Wanda, and Doctor Strange, there was too much of like too little spotlight to go around for all three of them. Uh, And that was a a big uh, miss for me. Um, I would have done more with the Illuminati. Uh, I can't stand how the studios are kind of giving into fan demands. I think fans just wanted to see characters and they were like, okay. And they brought these characters in and killed them off in two seconds. Uh, I would have done more with the Illuminati and I think I actually would have started off the movie with that scene that you saw throughout the new Avengers uh, Hickman comic series of Reed Richards 
walking people, walking everyone through the incursions. Uh, I actually have a screenshot for this, so uh, I'll share it with you after the show. You know, I was hoping you could, you know, post that up for everyone I'll to get see. It up here. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Sweet. So, uh, and then, and I wouldn't have talked much about it, but I would have done that. I, sorry, I, I would have done that. So, yeah, I would have started off the movie, Reed Richards, right away, walking through incursions, what happens when there's an incursion, the two options, either both universe, both universes die or one lives and the other dies. Uh, you know, and after he walks you everyone through what incursions are uh, on the screen, you go around the table and you see the Illuminati. But I would have changed some things in the Illuminati. Um, I would have uh, dropped Photon or Captain Marvel, whoever it was, and I would have introduced Namor through the Illuminati. Not the 616 Namor, but at least the concept of Namor. And I would have shown everyone that Namor is actually a badass character. He's not a villain, and he's really an anti-hero. But he doesn't really care what he is. All he cares about is protecting his people. And if he's going to be a hero to do it, he'll do it. If he's going to be a villain to protect his people, he'll be a villain. He has one priority, protecting his people, and it's above all else. Uh, I would have also showed, uh, put Black Panther, T'Challa, on the Illuminati and show T'Challa and Namor not getting along, fighting. Very important. Uh, you know, just to introduce you to the... Wakanda and uh, Atlantis or whatever they call it in the Talokan. Talokan. What a dumb name. You should have just named it Atlantis, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to get into Copyright that. reasons. I get it. <laughs> right. I get it. They um, can't because Aquaman, but it sucks. Sucks. Uh, so that was the other thing. And you know, the No America Chavez, as I said, Scarlet Witch. So, yeah, um, I think that other than that, you know, uh, I, I and I would have also that scene when you brought in the Illuminati, I would have dragged that out for a bit longer. I think it was important to show how powerful Wanda is in battle and that like her killing them off really quickly did do that. Uh, but I would have had her kill some a little slower than others, not to, you know, diminish her strength just because I think it would have made the movie better. You know, you brought in the fucking Illuminati, like at least make it entertaining. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah. so that, that I would have changed. And, uh, you know, I would have changed the final battle scene, the zombie thing, wasn't into it, wasn't into it in what if, um, you know, so I would have changed the way that went about. But I also really like the traveling of the multiverses scene with America Chavez. And by the way, I don't not like America Chavez. I just don't, I just, there's not enough spotlight to go around with all these big characters. Uh, so yeah, um, but the zombie thing, you know, like they could have just had a fucking battle. They didn't need to do that. And uh, yeah, that's all I got.
I would have took Wanda out of the movie. Ow. It's a big one. I would have took Wanda out of the movie. She shouldn't have been. The, the villain could have saved this. You could save this whole Wanda storyline for Kane the Conqueror since the theory is that he's created the Darkhold. He could be the one to get her out of wherever she is and use her as a villain in Avengers King Dynasty. I would have left her to rest for the rest of the phase, to be honest with you. I think WandaVision was enough, and they over overdid it with bringing her. I would have made yeah. Doctor Strange the Sorcerer, the Sorcerer Supreme. I would have added Black Panther into my Illuminati. Mr. Fantastic stays. And now, here's the change. Instead of Iron Man, it's Iron Lad. He is the guy. And the reason yeah. why is because, as I've said before, Kane the Conqueror is involved in every single thing. I would have made the main villain Iron Lad, and I would have done the the, the plot line to where <clears throat> Iron Lad is in love with Ravana, but but basically he but basically like Ravana doesn't like Ravana can't lo love him because he's such a conqueror. So I would have loved to see some type of thing to where Kang Kang is really jumping multiverses trying to because so basically. Just to get this story plot really quick to get out of here. In the comics, uh, basically, Kang tells Ravana that he loves her. And when Ravana finally tells Kang that she loves him, she ends up get getting killed. And so after that, Kang kind of is depressed and basically says himself, like, yo, like, I guess, like, we're not meant to be. I would have done that storyline, but I might have made a slight change to maybe where Kang is trying to find another Ravana jumping multiverses to do so. Something of that nature. And I would love, I would have loved Doctor Strange to be in that type of chase, to where he's chasing uh, Iron Lad around the multiverse, or he was trying to find a villain, didn't know who it was, and the whole time it's Iron Lad, and because, but he's the leader of the Illuminati and he's leading him astray the whole time. Something like that would have been dope to me. Um, <clears throat> Doctor Strange is supposed to be our our Iron Man of the universe, so if he is going to be that, he should be getting a crack at the big at the big bad first. So I would have loved to see that. Um, I would have also loved the idea of like Wong taking a back seat in this film. He had too much to do, and I, I didn't like that that at all. Um, I would have taken I would have taken uh, America Chavez out of this movie as well. Um, I would have I would have loved to replaced him with another sorcerer. I don't know who I would have replaced him with. Maybe I, I would have loved Mordo. To come back as well, Mordo could have also been a villain. Villain in this film, Nightmare could have been a villain. A villain in this film as well. Mephisto could have been a villain in this film. There's a lot of better villains that you could have done in this multiverse of madness. And Wanda was just the easy way out. It was the easy. It was the easy way of doing it. And again, we get another plot that has nothing to do with Kang the Conqueror. Um, and that's the part that it, that pisses me off because Kang is supposed to be everywhere. Every nothing works without Kang. You know, after Secret Wars, there's going to be a lot of bad repercussions to the universe because Kang isn't in it. Kang isn't just a bad like all the reasons why Kang makes the universe go isn't isn't always all bad. You know, he does good for the multiverse as well. Like when like when Kang's gone, bro, they have a lot to deal with. I mean, you both know that, you know. Yeah. And the whole point of Kang is supposed to be that yo, this dude is everywhere. Like we like. He's right. in every universe. He's in every timeline. He's in every single strand. He can't time. even get away from himself. Exactly. And he's tried yeah. to. Iron Lad has yeah. tried to, but he can't. And so 
when you have this big concept like this and you just shy away from doing that in phase four, like what Dr. Strange did, that pisses me off. So I think the main villain could have been Iron Lad, uh, it, it, like a different universe is Iron Lad, the Illuminati type of version. And I think that would have been awesome. Um, so, yeah, those are the changes I would have made. I would have scratched America Chavez and Wanda. <clears throat> not because not because they're bad characters, but it's this is a Doctor Strange movie. It's not a Scarlet Witch movie. It's not it's not a America Chavez movie, and that's kind of what it became. Like Doctor Strange became the freaking B list character in his own film. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, and uh, I think that's what killed the movie for a lot of people. I agree, and yeah, so. And the biggest issue is this. Doctor Strange has always been the Sorcerer Supreme. There's no reason why he shouldn't be the the, the freaking Sorcerer Supreme. The Ancient One said in, in Avengers Aim, she said herself, Strange is meant to be the best of us. So you can't say that, and this man still isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. After, he's, after he saves everyone in the movie, this man still isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. We still got to deal with Wong's big-headed behind in the freaking movie. Come on, man. Pissing me yeah. off. Come on, man. And yeah. I'll, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, no, I was too much prioritization on introducing new characters that aren't even significant in the grand scheme of things. I agree. I agree. There's, there, there's a lot of routes that you go. You, you, you could have even put Clea in this film way earlier. She could have been the, 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 the sorcerer that's jumping multiverses with him. Yeah. You know, there's, I, there's, there's so many routes that, 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 that could have went that, that could have gone that just didn't go. Fact, um, so big L on Doctor Strange, yeah, that was the change I would have made. Okay, Miss Marvel, Miss <clears throat> Marvel, I would keep as is. I was really surprised on how much I liked that show. I thought they absolutely killed it, and it you know actually was one of the best projects of entire phase four. I agree. I thought I was gonna hate this project as well because her comics just suck balls. Like, I just can't, <laughs> like, I just want to, I, I just want to. I just want to just jump off a bridge every time I read it. I'm not going to lie. It's that boring. Um, Like, the way that she's written is atrocious. The way that she was in the Avengers game was atrocious. I, that's and, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. God, the Avengers. It was, and you had to play with her, which she sucked even more. It made me turn the game off. Yes. She was amazing. I have no changes for this project. It it, it, it did what it had to do. It yeah. did what it had to do. Though, actually, I would have made probably one change. I would have done the same ending that had the same end credits for Shang Chi. I would have done the same thing for Miss Marvel. I, I knew it was going to be with the post credit. I kind of because the, the bangle, like... the bangle and Shang Chi's rings are connected to Kang somehow. So I, I would have done something maybe where when she ended up going big, the, the, the beacon started going off, and Wong Carter said, "Hey, another beacon." Would have been dope to see something uh, like that. Fact. Or we could have saw a random light beacon, be beacon. Beating with a random light beacon. A beacon. Yeah, random a beacon. Be a random beacon going off. And what if it was King's chair in the quantum realm floating? And, it, and, it, and, the, and the end credit scene just ends. Yeah. Like, like you said, they need to hire us, bro. Everywhere. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. They need to hire. Yo, Kevin Feige, if you're watching this, man, we got going ideas. I will quit my job right now. <laughs> Can't say the word. Yo, dude. And phase four wouldn't have been mid. Exactly. We, we, we can save you, bro. Just hire us. Okay. Um. Oh, God. Thor, Love, and Thunder. So, dude, Love and Thunder. First of all, I would fire Taika off the bat. You know, I 
think like dude people hate on thor and thor the dark world but if you actually go back and rewatch them they're pretty solid movies i also think i'm going to rewatch that bro tonight I'm yeah gonna, dude, i'm gonna watch that the, the record they're good movies both of them um i liked thor when it came out i liked thor the dark world when it came out uh last year i did a mcu rewatch and when i did it i still liked both of those movies and i actually think ragnarok was overrated i liked ragnarok though and taika directed ragnarok but the difference between ragnarok and love and thunder was i think that taika had a little more creative freedom ragnarok is very successful and taika kind of like pushed harder on some of the stuff he did in Ragnarok and it came out really stupid. You have a fucking menacing villain, Gore, the God Butcher, and you somehow turn Thor into a a fucking clown that got stripped butt naked and you're going to fucking tell me that this is the guy that beats the the God Butcher because now, and, and by the way, you now have other iterations of Thor. Because you have the Thor that was in uh, the Russo Brothers Thor. And he was a great Thor. So you have that. You have Thor 1 and 2. And then you have the Taika Thor. So there's been so many changes with this fucking Thor. There's as many Thors as there are fucking Kangs. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they should have not done that. They should have kept Thor what he was in Thor 1 and 2. Uh, Or actually, no, scratch it. They should have kept him what he was in the uh, Infinity War Endgame. Uh, it would have kept in line consistency with the progression of the character, um, you know, but they did this stupid shit. And also, I would have changed, like, anything that was silly about that movie, I would have made serious. Like, at the end with the kids and, you know, that final battle scene, that was kind of ridiculous. Um, I didn't like that the uh, Gore the God Butcher had this baby and now Thor's like watching over this baby and this baby's going to be his. Now we have another fucking ridiculous character that was introduced for no reason. And it's not going to have any effect on the cont- continuity of the MCU. So I would have changed all of that. And, you know, really when I thought about this and I was like thinking about it to prep for the pod, you know, there's just so much that I would have changed about this movie that it would be a completely different fucking movie. So I didn't really know where else to begin because I would literally need to write the fucking script. This movie sucked. It was the worst MCU movie of all time. And I don't think uh, any other MCU movie will ever be as bad as Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yo, J- yo, Comic Cuss just went off, dude. Oh my god. Okay, I was this movie would have never happened, and I would have I would not have put a Thor movie in Phase Four. I would have made Thor be in, in the Last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and I would have released for Thor Four right before uh, Avengers King uh, Dynasty. The same way Ragnarok was the perfect film to come before Infinity War, I would have modeled the same thing for King uh, Dynasty. I just think it was too early. I agree. Um, I would have, yeah, I would have went a route with like, yeah, I, I would have loved to do a Thor story. Honestly, and this might sound rash. Um, if I was to do a Thor story this early, I would have done something where Thor was the herald of uh, Galactus. That's that, that's one of my favorite comic book runs. Um, 
I would love I would have loved that story to happen. Now, obviously, Goliath might have been too soon, but uh, yeah, man, I would have saved that Thor movie for. I would have wanted Kang in it, and I would have want I would have went that route instead. Facts. And honestly, I, I would have loved to see more Kang the better. I might have even done a variant Thor story to where Kang kills him, a variant of Thor. That would have been badass, especially because yep. you know Thor, like. I don't know if you remember like OGMCU, and I'm not just talking. I'm talking to everyone listening. But if you remember OGMCU, like when they brought Thor in, they talked about him being the strongest Avenger, and they always reference that in the comics. He's supposed to be the strongest one of all of them. So I think that would have been badass as he can't kill yeah. a variant of Thor. But I thought about dropping this movie altogether. Also, yeah, and like, I'm dropping it. Yeah, when it was coming out, I was, you know, I. I didn't think it looked good, but I just thought, how could a Thor movie be bad? I had faith in Taika. I ain't gonna lie. I had too much faith in Taika. And he got caught up in his head too much. And the writing is terrible. Um, a lot Jane, of people did. Jane was a missed opportunity. I think she was... I think Natalie Portman's a great actress and did everything that she could with that role. Um, yep. They put another case of Valkyrie. She shouldn't have been as important as she yep. is. Um, she should have taken a backseat, and she didn't take enough of a backseat that I wanted her to take. Why the heck is she the king of Asgard? Beats me. Don't I don't get it. I don't understand why this man didn't become king. He keeps running away from becoming king. That's who you're supposed to be, bro. Thor ends up yeah. becoming the king of Asgard. It makes no sense to me. It's dumb. And this like, new Asgard, they made so silly with that fucking ice cream shop. Like, why can't they remake <laughs> where they were in space, bro? It's just it's dumb to me, bro. It's stupid, yeah. though. So I would have scratched it. Okay. Um, I am Groot. Honestly, I mean, for me, I'm not even going to make a change. I don't really care about, about, about this project, to be honest. Yeah. Groot is crap. I didn't even watch Same. it. I'm not going to waste my time. All right. Uh, <laughs> she Hulk, attorney at law. Cancel. Get rid of it. <laughs> like, all together. Never should have happened. She Hulk, that version of She Hulk shouldn't be introduced anywhere in the MCU. <clears throat> The only way to write yeah, that dude. Role. I don't even know why we even got a She-Hulk. This like no one cares yeah. about this character. I'm sorry. Whether if it's good or bad, I, I don't. I don't want this. I, I didn't ask for this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, dude. bro. I'm good. Yeah. I'll take an Ironheart no. show before this crap. Facts. I actually look forward to Ironheart. I think Same that's here. Cool. Same yeah. here. I I love that, that that the girl that act that that that's actually bro. She's actually from uh New Jersey, bro. She's not far from you. Oh, know. really? Mm-hmm. From New Jersey, dude, um, she uh, crushed it. She did. She did great. Okay, uh, Werewolf by Night. I wouldn't. This movie was perfect. I love this movie. How do how, how, how you feel about it? Same. They killed it. Killed. It. I agree. Okay, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So, Black <laughs> Panther. Yo, first of all, they should have recast the Chala. All of you that said they shouldn't have recast the Chala won't admit that you were the one that you said that before the movie came out because when the movie came out it was fucking great i'm sorry it was actually well i actually did like the movie but most people didn't like the movie and a lot of people were embarrassed that not embarrassed but didn't want to admit that they wanted uh they didn't want t'challa recasted so i think sorry uh, there you go, homie. So they 
Yeah, they should have recast T'Challa. Um, they should have kept at it Atlantis. Not what was it called again? Talokan. Talokan, I keep forgetting. So yeah, they shouldn't have called it Talokan. They should have kept it Atlantis. Uh, it, if it was over having the legal rights to do it, that's a different story. Um, but I would have introduced the more, you know, I mean, they introduced them pretty early on. Um, but, you know, I thought they did it actually did a really good job with the more. I wouldn't have changed much around that. Um, I wouldn't have really changed the conflict. I would have kept a lot of things the same. Um, I just would have recast T'Challa. And I think that movie would have been a lot better. Um, you know, I thought the fighting was great. The conflict was great. Uh, Riri, Riri Williams was great. So other than recasting T'Challa uh, and not having to, you know, put so much weight on uh, Shuri becoming the Black Panther, I think they would have gotten a lot more out of the conflict between uh, Talo Khan rather than focusing on Shuri. And I think if they we got more weight on the conflict between uh, Wakanda and Talo Khan and we had T'Challa, it would have been perfect because, first of all, in the comics, that's like a legendary rivalry is uh, Namor and T'Challa. Um, it's a big, also a big rivalry in the Hickman Avengers slash New Avengers series. There, two comic series that ran simultaneously to be read together. Uh, and the other thing that's interesting about that is, you know, there's like four Marvel writers that the MCU has pulled from, and right now it's being heavily pulled from Hickman. And those two Avengers comic runs lead into the Secret War series that the MCU is doing, you know, because there's been a couple different Secret Wars, but it's Hickman's. So I just think that they really, really fucked up not using T'Challa. Uh, I think a T'Challa, no more rivalry and battle uh, and beef between uh, T'Challa's Wakanda and the Moors Atlantis Talokan would have made that movie, you know, like a fucking absolute banger. And it was a good movie, but it should have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better, but people were complaining not to recast the child. It's what you do. It's movies. Characters get recast all the time. And listen, I love Chadwick too. I, I thought he was a great actor. It's, it's horrible what happened. You know, it doesn't mean I don't respect him. It, it just means I like movies. I want to see a good fucking movie. And <laughs> I like the character. You know, it doesn't make me yeah. a bad person. I agree. I would have recast T'Challa with John David Washington. Um, I would have Perfect. gone a, and I would have made T'Challa very more violent. I would have won a very darker take with him as a character. Uh -huh. Um, I would have done a plot to where I would have done the, the Namor and uh, T'Challa plot, but I would have made the villain Doctor Doom, um, because the whole the whole point of this is that they are monarchs of their cultures, right? T'Challa is the monarch of the Wakandans. Namor is the monarch of the Talokanians, whatever they're called, the uh, Atlanteans, and then we have Doctor Doom. He's the monarch of Liberia. So. 
I think those three would have been dope to do. And I think that that's a missed opportunity because that's an easy way to bring in Doctor Doom without having to use the Fantastic Four. Because right. I know that they're not they're not going to introduce Doctor Doom with the Fantastic Four because it will be too obvious. It, and we know how Kevin Feige is. He's not going to, to, to do yeah. that. And I know that I know the Doctor Doom post credit scene got got cut out. I still think that would have been a really big deal to just have him introduced in this instead of Fantastic Four. Um, I would have, I would have, uh, I would have really had Shuri take a back seat too. Um, I would have saved the Black Panther Shuri for way later on, uh, like maybe ten years from now. Shuri might be Black uh, Panther. Yeah. Um, I also do think that Nakia and T'Challa should have broken up. I don't think they should have been together. Main reason is because Storm is the X Men is going to be in this, and that right. marriage has to happen. They do end up divorcing at a point, but th- th- this marriage has to happen, and we need to have Azari. I wouldn't have had a because I mean Ryan Coogler. I mean I don't remember, but Ryan Coogler said that the original plot was going to be T'Challa having a son. I don't think that was a great idea. Um, he, he him and Nakia should have broken up. I would have loved. I wonder to if that was. Sorry. Go ahead. I just was going to wonder if that was his choice or not. Yeah. And I would have loved to see a plot to where Nakia is done. Him him and Nakia are, are broken up. And he's kind of on a Lone Ranger type of king thing where he's just doing his king thing alone. He feels lonely, you know. Um, Wakabi's in jail, you know. And, and Baku's in the mountains. All he has is just a Koye and his, and his mom. Right, um, right. And I would have loved for Ramonda to still die in this film, but I do. I would have loved it, but I think John David Washington could bring a darker T'Challa, and I think that's what I would have loved—the more serious version. Like I feel like Chadwick Boseman's was very like um, iconic, and I, I. And if John David Washington, I want him. To, he, he. I just want him to be dark and violent, right? And I think that would have been one of the greatest superhero films that we would see of all time. I think that might be the best super film of all time done right. Um, because Kugler knows what, what Wakanda is. Like he has the world of Wakanda down. I just think that this movie missed a lot of plot. And the main the most important thing that should have been that, that I will put in this movie is the Black Panther goddess best. She's a really big part. I also do think that when the Black Panther goes to the ancestral plane. They should be seeing Bass because Bass chooses if you're the Black Panther or not. That's why Shuri didn't get chosen as the Black Panther at first, right? In the comic books, because she oh, was okay. she was too cocky. She wasn't worthy of it, and Bass called her out on that. And I don't like how anyone can take the heart shaped herb and, and become the Black Panther because in the comics that's not how it works. Bass always intervenes when someone takes the herb, and to me it kind of takes away. You don't know, see like this, bro. Black Panther is very similar to Moon Knight. They are avatars. They're well. They're 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 supposed to be avatars. So right, right. Um, and they don't show that very well in the MCU. And I I understand why they do that, but you can't like you can't start the, the movie off right with Shuri praying to Bast to save T'Challa. Yeah. And then we don't see Bast pop up for the rest of right, the movie. Right. So, yeah, I would have added a lot of mythology sense. into that film. And I, I think that was and something that the Black Panther comics hold very dear and true is that they never lose the mythology of the Wakandans. And I think that and I think that one of the things that they know very well on the head is the culture of the Wakanda. That is very strong. But the mythology is where I think Ryan Coogler missed the, the boat. And if 
And if Kevin Feige hired me to do it, the better version of Ryan Coogler, you know, I look better. I'm kidding. I, you know, <laughs> I, I think I would have done a better job in that way uh, with the mythology. And I think that's a common theme throughout Sounds this whole dope. phase four. Yeah, dude. And I think it's a common theme throughout this whole phase four is that you have good themes, right? You have good cultures in this. But the mythology is missing in all of these projects. It, it's it's the mythology and it's Captain America. I, I, yeah, bro. The like, it, it, and if you go to Falcon and the, the Winter Soldier, there was a lot that you could have done with Isaiah Bradley. There's a lot. That yeah, yeah. And with his grandson being end up being the next Captain America sooner or later, you don't touch on that at all. He's just there, right. you know. You know, and and even even Loki. We you you could dig deep. Loki might have been the only project that dug deep into the mythology of the TVA and the multiverse and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Right, right. And like and like and then you know when you look to the, the Eternals and Wanda and Vision, they these projects do not like the, the mythos has to be a big part. Thor works, bro, because they dig deep into the mythos. That's why Thor Ragnarok works. That's why Thor Dark World semi worked. You know, that's why Avengers works because the mythos is there. When you leave the mythos out and you just try to make a freaking action movie, it doesn't work. And that's right, phase right. four. And that's the failure of phase four. To a T. Especially with Falcon and Winter Soldier, Black Panther. I mean, yeah, even Multiverse of Madness, the mythology of Doctor Strange wasn't in the movie like at all. I agree. And like in WandaVision, they dig so deep into the mythos of Wanda, which was awesome. I like I, I, I liked all that. How Wanda saw a vision of herself, and then in Doctor Strange, they, they dig deeper where she's on the freaking in stone. They they drew her in stone, right? But they don't. They still don't nail it. Right, right. They still don't nail it because we because she destroyed all the dark holes, but Kang made them. So you know, it's. It's it's very it's it's very weird to see. How, I, I'm very interested to see how they you know are going to salvage these projects in Phase Five. Yeah, yeah, so, me too, me too. So, so yeah. All right, guys, we are going to end there. Okay. Oh, the last one is the Guardians ho- Holiday Special. I would just not even do this crap. I don't mean. Yeah, leave it as is. I it's, actually really yeah. liked it, but really, yeah, you know, like it, it was. I mean, it was just like it's whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was bad. I yeah. think it was good. It's just whatever to me. Like, I'm not tripping. Um, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. All right, baby. I got you, bro. Okay, guys. So, we thank you so much for watching listening. This is actually our longest episode so far. One, yeah. one hour and 38 minutes. So, guys, uh, do me a favor. Please like and subscribe. As I said, next week is Ant-Man week. So, all we're talking about is Ant-Man and Kane the Conqueror. We're going to be reading some reviews for free guys next week. And Jerry um, and Comic Cuts and I are going to converse about that. And then um, after that, we will you'll be getting an Ant Man review, which will be the very next week after that. And that's going to be a probably a long episode. We probably gonna have a lot to say about Kang and, yeah. and Ant Man. So we thank you guys for watching and listening. Have a wonderful day. If you have any episode ideas for us, leave them in the comments, and so we can add them into our docket of of, of episode ideas. So we love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Peace out.